Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. If you're looking for more purpose, more passion, more joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. I am your host, Sharin Eskandani, the founder of Wholehearted Coaching and the Wholehearted Life Coaching Certification. This podcast is in service of your biggest dreams. We'll talk about mindset, manifestation, mindfulness, and we'll also look at the transformative power of life coaching and being a life coach. If you are ready to create your dream life while living your dream life, then let's do it, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post, which you can read on Instagram at Wholehearted Coaching. Or if you want to go even deeper and get my free weekly journal prompts that are inspired by this episode, sign up for my email list by heading to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com. And if you're interested in joining one of my transformational courses or you're ready to take the leap and become a wholehearted coach yourself, you can head to wholehearted-coaching.com offerings. And of course, all this information is also in the show notes. Today's episode is a really special one because we are celebrating four years of wholehearted coaching the podcast. Honestly, I cannot believe it myself that it has been four years that I have been recording this podcast. If you had asked me, I would have told you maybe this podcast is two years old. But it is, in fact, four years old. If you are listening live, then that means this podcast dropped yesterday for the very first time four years ago. February 18, 2020. Now listen, we did not know what was in store for us in February 2020. Myself, I was just excited to launch a podcast and see what would happen. And boy, oh boy, let me tell you, this podcast has been one of the highlights of my coaching career and practice. I've told you so many times that it brings me so much joy to connect with you in this way. Each and every podcast for me is like we're having a conversation together. Yes, I realize it is a very one-sided conversation, but I always come to this space hoping, wishing, aiming to offer you something that is going to make your day, your week, your month, your year easier. So today's episode is all about celebration, celebrating our wins. In a future episode inspired by, you know, this milestone, I want to do an episode all about motivation, kind of sticking to things that we really, really want to do, but that require us to put in the work long term. And that is certainly the case with this podcast. If you had told me in February, February 18th, 2020, that I was going to be doing this podcast for the next for years, I would have said, oh, that sounds really great. That sounds wonderful. But how the heck did I do that? How the heck did I have four years of content? How the heck did I have four years of time to do this? So I really do want to share with you 
in the future in an episode what has helped me really, really sustain this podcast, this space that means so, so much to me, but also, right, requires a lot of time and effort and love. But today, we are celebrating. Now, here is something I know about this community. And listen, I've known you for four years now, okay? So I know you pretty damn well. Here's what I know to be true about us, is that we have wins. We are achieving things every single day. From small things like finally sending that email, finally making that phone call, to really, really big wins like landing that job, getting that promotion. Now, here is what I also know to be true about us. Even though we are having these wins, we are doing these big things, we are not celebrating ourselves enough. Or for some of us, at all. We are not acknowledging ourselves, praising ourselves. We are not patting ourselves on the back. And I know this to be true because I am you. I want to tell you the story of how this podcast, this episode, came to be. Because actually, I had recorded a whole other episode for today. And I was doing some research for next week's episode. And I was like, okay, let me look at our podcast archive. What are some episodes that we did that were popular? What are some episodes and topics that we haven't done in a while? And I just started scrolling. And I was like, wait a second. When did we publish the very first podcast? When was the very first episode? So I scroll back and I see, oh my goodness, February 18, 2020. And in my mind, because I have no concept of time usually, I'm like, oh shucks, darn, we should have celebrated that. We should have acknowledged that. Oh, but that, that date has passed. Y'all, I don't know. I was like in March or April in my mind. And then all of a sudden it hits me and I'm like, what are you talking about? February 18th hasn't happened yet. You can still commemorate this moment. And I want to share with you what went through my mind. I thought to myself, Ugh, okay, yes, four years, I get it. That's like a big deal. But also, is it really a big deal? You know, like you already recorded an episode. You have so much to do. You know, so many things you have to do outside the podcast, in the podcast. Like, I don't know. Is this really worth it? Is this really that big a deal to take the time to celebrate, to acknowledge it? Like, I don't know, Sharin, maybe maybe we should just keep going as planned. This is probably a bigger deal than you think it is. Like, really, there's just so much we need to get done. And honestly, this is just going to be more annoying to take the time to celebrate it and acknowledge it on the podcast. So like maybe we'll do something big for 500, maybe there's something else we could celebrate, but listen, you have too much going on. There's too much to do. We do not have the time to make a big deal of this. And honestly, is it really a big deal? Okay. That was that was literally what I said to myself in my mind. And as I say that, as I am saying that, I want you to think of yourself have you ever said any of those things or anything like those things? 
When you have a win in your life, do you try to talk yourself out of it because there's so many other things you need to do? Do you try to minimize the accomplishment because, well, okay, 400's cool, but like 500, like that's, that's, that's maybe even bigger and more worthy of celebration. Do you talk yourself out of it because, honestly, it's just going to be annoying to, to do something, to celebrate this thing. Like, you got so much on your plate and this just feels like another thing to do. Do you think to yourself, well, okay, 400's cool, but like that other person with the podcast, they're celebrating seven years and 10 million downloads. Y'all, this podcast has always been about me being vulnerable with you. I am in this work with you. Because in that moment when I really became aware of that monologue, that self-talk I was having, that self-talk that was making me believe that four years of a podcast wasn't worthy of celebration, that four years of this podcast to take a moment to celebrate it was just going to be annoying and there was just so many things I needed to do. When I became aware of that voice, I had to pause and put into practice so much of what I share and teach and talk about here on this podcast. Because as I always say, I am in this with you. We do not celebrate ourselves enough. This is something I see so often with my own clients. And when I do it myself, I have to shake my head because I know better. Because I know the importance of celebration, of savoring, of acknowledging in our lives. So before we get even into the celebrating part, right, the fun part, I want us all to first look at what holds us back from celebrating. Because the truth is, each and every day, there is something that we should be celebrating, that we could be celebrating, that I think we need to be celebrating. But we just stumble on through these things. We gloss over them. We ignore them each and every day. So love, we're going to do a practice together. I want you to think of something in the recent past, in recent memory, that you could have celebrated, but you decided not to. So think of an accomplishment, small or large, something that you did or achieved, a win that you had that you could have taken a moment to really acknowledge and savor, but you decided to not. And then I want you to think of what stopped you from taking a moment, from pausing and acknowledging, celebrating, or praising yourself. What were the thoughts, what were the beliefs that stopped you? Really, really take a moment, just like I shared with you my inner monologue, my self-talk with this podcast episode. I want you to become clear of your self-talk. Now, this is an exercise I do in one of my workshops, and I've done this workshop hundreds of times. And so I have received thousands of answers when I ask this question of, 
What stopped you from celebrating yourself? And here are some of the common answers I hear. I minimize the achievement because I feel like it's not good enough. Not seeing things, the things I do as accomplishments, right? I have a feeling that for many of you, as I left those silences in the podcast, as I asked you to reflect, you couldn't even think of a thing that was worthy of celebrating. Other folks think, well, I should have done this earlier. The fear of waiting for the other shoe to drop. The fear of losing what I just achieved. This one's very true for me. I come from a very superstitious culture, and I was taught that you really shouldn't celebrate things because you don't know when it's going to be taken from you, and all of that joy that you just had is going to be gone. Another big worry is that I'm bragging, right? If I am celebrating and praising myself, I am just getting a big ego. For other folks, it's hard to celebrate or to acknowledge because they're comparing themselves to what other folks have done, right? In the podcast space, so many people have podcasts. And I'd be lying if I said I don't compare myself to their accomplishments. And that makes me feel like my accomplishments, my wins, aren't as worthy or deserving. There's no time to slow down and acknowledge. Same thing that happened with this podcast for me, right? I don't have time. I don't have time to do a big thing, make a big hoopla of all this. I'm mentally on the next thing I need to accomplish, right? I have a never-ending to-do list. So as I say those things, those reasons, that self-talk, those beliefs, does that resonate for you? I have a feeling that's a yes. So what we're seeing here with these beliefs is what I think are two main blocks, right? These beliefs fall under two categories. The first category is that we do not perceive so many of our wins as wins. We don't see them as accomplishments. And this is really true for the small things. Things like meditating in the morning when you've been telling yourself you're going to do it and you finally do it. Things like sending an email that you have been delaying doing forever or reaching out to someone that you know you need to connect with, but you keep putting it off. For me, a small win is calling my insurance to figure out that thing that has been annoying me and worrying me for weeks and weeks and weeks. Right? These seem like small, insignificant things, but they are not. I always say that we are so busy trying to get, quote unquote, there, that we forget that here is a pretty great place to be. So when I say that, I mean to say that we get so preoccupied with getting to the big things, right? We're just trying to get there, that goal we've set for ourselves that we can see in the distance. We are so focused on there that we forget about all those little things we need to do in the here and now to get there. Those little things including meditating, sending that email, calling our insurance company. These small things build up 
to those big things. The big things need these small steps. But we ignore them so often. Brene Brown has this really amazing quote that I come back to often. She writes, Joy comes to us in moments, ordinary moments. We risk missing out on joy when we get too busy chasing down the extraordinary. Of course, I want extraordinary lives for all of us. But what also creates an extraordinary life are those seemingly insignificant, ordinary moments, ordinary accomplishments, ordinary wins. Right now, all of us are overlooking tens, if not hundreds, of small moments of acknowledgement, of celebration, of things that we can really take a moment to savor. Because we're just trying to get to that big thing. We're just trying to get to that next thing. We are so focused on those huge goals, those huge dreams that we have, we forget about this moment right now. And so as I say this, love, I want you to check in and see what is coming up for you. Can you take a moment and reflect on the last week or maybe just the last few days and think about those small things you glossed over? Those small things that you did not acknowledge, that you didn't even see or perceive as a win or an accomplishment. What comes up for you? Those small things, love, they are worthy of celebration. And I think for some of us, the small things are actually maybe what others would perceive as big things. Like in my case here, four years of this podcast. I was going to minimize this achievement. But if I had shared this news with my best friend, someone who loved me, what do you think their reaction would be? They would celebrate. They would squeal. They would be so excited for me. In fact, yesterday, when I realized this, when I realized that we had hit the four-year anniversary, I told my husband, Raj, who is the most supportive human being ever, and let me tell you, this man, got so excited for me. The smile on his face, he did a little jump, he gave me a hug. This is what we need to do for ourselves. And I get it, this community is a community of dreamers. And so with dreamers, we are dealing with big, big goals, big dreams. So yes, four years is amazing, but like five or six or ten, But what I have come to learn is that if I don't learn how to celebrate four, I'm not going to celebrate five. I'm not going to celebrate six or seven or eight or ten. If we wait to celebrate the big moments, it's already too late. We need to learn how to really acknowledge, celebrate, and savor our lives in every moment. Because when we learn to do that, In the really big moments, we will also do it as well. We'll do it all the time. And y'all, there is nothing wrong with celebrating ourselves all the time. Which brings me to point number two, right? I said there's two big categories that our fears and worries go under. 
The first was that we don't even see them as accomplishments. The second is that we don't believe we deserve celebration. We get uncomfortable praising ourselves. We get uncomfortable giving ourselves a pat on the back. I have some prompts for you that I want you to reflect on. Okay, so that may mean pausing the podcast. It may mean having to grab your journal. But here are a few prompts I want you to reflect on when it comes to celebration. People who celebrate their accomplishments are. In my household slash growing up, talking about your accomplishments was. When I celebrate my accomplishments, I feel. So taking a moment to think of what comes up for you, right? People who celebrate their accomplishments are. In my household slash growing up, talking about your accomplishments was. When I celebrate my accomplishments, I feel. We have a tendency to avoid celebrating ourselves. This is something that I think is also pretty gendered in our society. But I know for me, in the way that I grew up in my household and what I heard in society was that if I celebrated my accomplishments, if I celebrated myself, that meant that I was self-centered. I was boasting. I was bragging. I had to downplay who I was in order to fit in, in order to find my community, right? There was this fear that I was going to become self-conceited and that I should just be humble. And humble meant really glossing over, not naming, not acknowledging to myself or to anyone what I was really proud of. I think a lot of us grew up in this way. And so now we are adults doing amazing things, trying to achieve these big ass dreams. And we're still trying to be humble. We're worried that we're going to come across as having a big ego, that we are bragging, that we are boasting. This is something that I think all of us need to work on and work through. And something that I have done to help me kind of heal this belief system, right? That if I celebrate myself, if I acknowledge my accomplishments, I'm going to get a big head or I'm going to be self-centered, is I look around me and I look at folks, whether it's my friends or in popular culture, who really do celebrate themselves, especially women, who celebrate themselves, who stand in their accomplishments, who really take pride in who they are. And I have such a deep, deep reverence for them. When I also struggle with this, I think of my family and friends and how they would celebrate me. I'm so incredibly fortunate to have a community that is so generous with their praise and love of me that when I tell them, hey, I did X or I did Y or I did Z, they take that moment that I may not take to celebrate me. They tell me to pause and to savor and to acknowledge what I am doing in my life. This is why working with a coach can be so powerful, right? Because this is what coaches help do with us and for us. This is what I do in so many of my sessions with my clients. They'll come to me and we'll have a check-in at the top of our session, and they'll share something 
that I know that they have been wanting to do for a while, that they've been delaying for a while, and they finally did it, and they just gloss over it. And as their coach, I take a moment and pause and say, wow, that thing you just said, I know you've been thinking about doing that for a while and you did it this week. That's big. This is something we also really emphasize and highlight in the Wholehearted Life Coaching Certification with our student coaches, highlighting our clients' wins because so often they're not going to see them as wins. This is something that I want you to become aware of with your friends and family. When they're sharing with you something that is a win, that is an accomplishment, that you know they've been struggling with and they finally did, be the person who pauses and says, wait a second, you have been delaying doing that forever and you just did it? That's it. You don't have to be this like boom, rah, rah cheerleader. What you're doing is being a highlighter, right? That's what so much of coaching is. We are not being a cheerleader. We are underlining, we are highlighting, we are putting in bold print what you are already doing and allowing you to reflect on that. So love, what I want to tell you is that the more and more you celebrate and acknowledge and praise yourself, I promise you this, you are not going to get a big head. You're not going to get a big ego. You're not going to become self-centered and self-conceited and forget about everyone in your life. No. In fact, you're actually going to become a better community member. Because when we celebrate ourselves, we feel better about ourselves and our lives, which in turn makes us a better person to be in relationship with. Celebration is so essential, y'all. It is essential for us dreamers because it is really what allows us to sustain. One of the lines I say in the intro to this podcast is living your dream life while creating your dream life. There's so many things I mean when I say that, but one of them is when we think of our dream lives, I think we think of this person who is really proud of themselves, really rooted in their accomplishments, really feeling good about what they are doing and what they have done. There's someone who celebrates themselves. Why are we waiting until then to celebrate ourselves? We need to be doing it now. That is creating our dream life in this moment. It is us celebrating ourselves each and every day. And when we do that, right, we are feeling better about ourselves. We're looking at our days and seeing, oh, I actually am getting a lot done which then in turn allows us to continue, right? So there's so many reasons on a spiritual and an emotional level why celebration is important, but it's also important on a physical level. So I was actually tentative to share this on this episode because I think everything we've talked about when it comes to celebration is reason enough for us to celebrate, okay? But I'm gonna share this, okay? Use this information as you will, but there is also a scientific reason as to why we need to celebrate. So when we celebrate, when we acknowledge our accomplishments, our body releases dopamine. Dopamine are those feel-good chemicals. 
And so our bodies start equating work with this really wonderful ROI, dopamine. And this allows us to kind of sustain, right, to keep working toward our big dreams. However, when we don't celebrate, we don't get that wonderful rush. And so our bodies start to correlate work with nothing, right? There's no positive payoff for our bodies for working. And so our bodies will literally stop us from moving forward, right? It's protecting us. And that's when we hit those moments where we just can't physically do anything, right? This is often related to burnout, but we've all had that moment which may not be complete burnout, where your body just says no, right? This hard work thing is BS, so stop doing it. So there is also a scientific and physical level as to why we need to celebrate. This is especially true for us dreamers who want to continue doing big things, working towards our big dreams and desires. So here we are talking about celebration. What does that look like? So I think what we're actually really good at is what I call macro celebrations, big celebrations. So those are things like taking a trip, maybe organizing a big dinner with some friends, doing a relaxing, rejuvenating weekend retreat, whatever that may be, right? We're actually quite good. Many of us are quite good at taking the bigger moments and creating a bigger celebration around it, right? Macro celebrations. But what I want us to focus on is what I call micro celebrations. Celebrating the small things in small ways. And scientifically, the small ways count just as much as the big ways. So micro celebrations could include a dance party for like a minute. You telling your partner and your partner cheering you on and you hugging them and being in the joy of that moment. Maybe it's taking an ordinary thing like a walk and making it something special. Something I do is if I want to really celebrate something is I'll make a playlist that I love or just a song that I love and I'll go on a walk and just be in the joy of it like I'm in a music video celebrating this thing. Another thing that I love to do, and this is scientifically proven to work, is to say out loud to myself, once I've done the thing, sent the email, called the person, I'll say to myself out loud, I'm so proud of you. You finally did that with like genuine joy. I'll literally hug myself, pat myself on the back. Micro celebrations. They may seem small, but love, I promise you, they're going to make such a huge impact shift in your life. So as we're finishing this episode, I want you to think of some micro celebrations that you want to try and practice. What are some small things you could do for yourself to help you celebrate? What would that look like? What would that be? What do you want to play around with? See what resonates with you. And I want to end with one of my favorite celebration practices. And it's one that's rooted in the absolute ordinary. And it's called Stop, Pause, Savor. 
So, take a moment and stop. Pause what you're doing. And savor this moment. Try to find the things that make this moment so special to you. Seemingly small, but so big. For me, here I am recording this podcast, which I love to do in my pajamas. <laughs> I'm warm inside. It is snowing outside. I have my aromatherapy going. I'm feeling so much gratitude for this life that I've created, which allows me to be in connection with such an amazing community, you, and to be able to do it on my own terms, in my own way, in my pajamas. There's a lot to savor right now. So I encourage you to try this practice. Stop, pause, savor. Because the more and more we celebrate the seemingly mundane and ordinary, the more likely we are to achieve the extraordinary. And when we get quote-unquote there, we are going to celebrate the heck out of it. We're going to be so proud of ourselves. We will feel fulfilled. We will feel successful. So love, as we wrap up this four-year anniversary podcast episode, I want you to think of one thing that's resonating with you from today's episode. Let's take a deep breath in. Thinking of that one thing at the top and breathing out. Until next week, love, I'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend, subscribe or follow where you love listening most. And if you haven't yet, leave a review. You can do this on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Podchaser, or Podcast Addict. Until next week, love.